cinema. Baby. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm Sarah. I'm Paige. I'm Jessica. And this is Cinema Baby. <laughs> Today we're talking Oscars. We're talking to be my pants. <laughs> We're talking predictions. We're talking hopes and dreams for Oscars 2024. Um, Are we yeah. going to try this? Yep. Nope, we're good. We're good. We're going to keep going. Keep going. Official nominations for the Oscars 2024 are announced January 23rd, and the Oscars are on March 10th. And we're off to a chaotic start. Oh, my God. Oh. That snort that I just did is going to be the biggest <laughs> jump scare. <laughs> we also we're also gonna talk about Priscilla and the Marvels too. Uh, Paige, what's our vibes? <laughs> we do that. <laughs> okay, my my okay, silent laugh we, doesn't come we, through. I'm just hyperventilating. I wish you guys could actually see. Like, there's tears streaming <laughs> down my face. I'm not even going to try to explain what just happened, but um, before we get into any discussion on movies we recently saw, let's talk about our vibes, which is pure insanity at this point. Jessica, let us know. What's your vibe? My vibe of the week is one of Paige's favorite movies of last year, one that I didn't particularly enjoy, but it's grown on me, and that would be Babylon. Oh, mainly, yes. mainly the first sequence with Margot Robbie on the dance floor having main character syndrome. And I don't even know it's syndrome because she is the main character of that moment. So that, yeah, well, she, she goes, I don't want to claim the whole movie for her. She has a rough, rough time. <clears throat> anyway, um, yeah, so that, that was me this, this past weekend, particularly. Yeah, I think it's really important for us to disclaim uh, we missed last week's, well, kind of missed last week's recording because Jessica was too busy raving um, her heart out. Eating Sarah Orlando. Was, <laughs> Sarah was eating her heart out in lobster rolls. Amen. And, and I was having, um, I wouldn't say a mental breakdown, more like seven. And it all has to do with studying law final exams so, baby yeah so we missed it but we did try to record and then something no, bad we didn't happened. try we recorded we recorded an entire hour we plus recorded. podcast and it was great it was I, really fun nobody will ever know what happened it was really thoughtful it was well it was well organized we didn't start with hyperventilating in the beginning and it's it's lost it's lost yeah so you can imagine how we are in this recording now because we're, we're nervous. Yeah. And that's that leads to mm-hmm. chaos. Yep. Well, Jessica, thanks for sharing your vibe. You look like you're having the most fun dancing around um Orlando. And I was jealous. Mm, same. It was it was good time. <laughs> I like that accent. <laughs> um and Sarah, I was what's jealous. Yours? Because my vibe um, over the weekend was The Exorcist. Um, oh yes, my little, little little stomach bug, little stummy bee. Um, little stummy bee. <laughs> Is that your rapper name? You were having a stummy bee. Stubby I was doing a minty bee. Stummy bee in the house. Um, and I felt as gross as that little girl in that movie. But um, oh I'm healed now. Praise. 
Um, so happy for that. So not the vibe anymore. Vibe is just chaos now. <laughs> we love Clearly. it. Yeah. I love it. Paige, what's your vibe? Um, my vibe is turning red. Oh no. Oh. Are you on your period? No. Okay. I kind of wish I was because then I would have something to blame. Mm. Or just got a lot of emotions me. you're trying to deal with. Everything is chaos. And I keep trying to get it together, but I've come to the realization today that it's not like the next three weeks are just going to be misery and I'm going to have to just live in it because like I was at the school yesterday for 13 hours and it wasn't even like I could just like, and I wasn't even done. I couldn't leave. Like I didn't feel like I was just doing it for the sake of grinding, like truly have so much to do and so much studying and so much comprehending. And we're still learning the law that I have to then exam and then studying and that balance is not working. So, yeah. And I also have like this huge assignment due on Tuesday. So there's chaos. But at the end of the movie, all her friends gather together and help her Mm. through it. And that's Mm -hmm. what we're here. We're your friends. So we'll give you a big hug. Yeah. I do need lots of those. So I really appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. Welcome. Um, Okay. So vibes are done. So um, originally- More vibes. (laughs) Vibes are over. Uh, Originally, (laughs) how we were going to structure this is we were going to each go through our predictions and um, preferences for Oscars for the main five Well, we did do that. I will underline. We did. You're right. We did actually do that. So instead of repeating that, because that would be boring for us, um, we've added a little bit of chaos, which just seems to actually be the vibe for everyone. Um, And I have chosen three top contenders for each of the categories and randomly assigned them to each of us. So we all have slips of paper in front of us that we have not opened yet. Mm -hmm. And we are going to have to fight for our um randomized groups so we are gonna s- everyone open up your papers and find your all of best them? yeah i think we should do it that way let's find your best supporting actor and then we'll we'll go from there Ooh. okay oh i lo- uh, okay okay and the clear great podcasting we are well, giving we are giving um our reasoning why we yep. think this person should win yep no offense yep. sarah yep. your handwriting's kind of tough i'm so sorry oh, I, um, <laughs> I think it looks you great. apologize no, I get it. Um, so well, I have an eclectic best, collection here. Best supporting actor. I actually don't have an eclectic at all. In fact, and this is really funny. We will very much enjoy this. This is already starting. I have. Radar. I do have a theme as well. Mine is um, all over so, the place. Um, Jessica, give us Mine your is- thoughts on. <laughs> Jessica, give us your thoughts on best supporting actor. Best supporting actor. You know, I think. This guy deserves the Oscar. Robert mm. freaking De Niro. He is just, he, he is what you think of when you think of Hollywood. He's one of the top um, actors working today. He has such a range. He can work both in the, you know, the intern, but then he can also be completely terrifying in Goodfellas. And um, both actually I've seen this summer, or I guess we're not in summer anymore. We're in fall. But I thought he did a fantastic performance in Killers of the Flower Moon, um, a gorgeous movie. And he, again, plays a villainous character very well because you trust him, then you don't trust him. Um, and he 
commands attention when he's there, but he also is kind of sneaky in the background. So I think he did a great job uh, being supporting to both um, Lily and Leo. And I think he really balanced out both of those performances and helped move the story along. Mm. Um, I mean, he's the main driver of that plot line. So right. as a part of this selling it, should I try to tell Jessica she's wrong? Oh, no. That's <laughs> Well, we tell each other we're wrong by our arguments. So maybe mm. we do a rebuttal at the end. Yeah, Paige, Paige, what Guys, are your thoughts what is on this best law school? Actor? <laughs> well, <laughs> I love my option. One of the I know, best I know. performances of the year. <laughs> I love that Ryan Gosling. <laughs> um, yes. I think that he did a job. Oh, okay. I, we can you gotta be on. more convincing Come on. than that. What kind of job did he do, Paige? What kind we're gonna, of? We're gonna rate each other on best arguments, guys. You can I'm, do better than this. Okay. This, what kind of? Job I just want a disclaimer. It? This is by no means my ability as a future attorney. Um, I'm gonna be a great advocate for my clients. Let's just hope that I'm not advocating for Ryan Gosling's role in Barbie, but I will right now. Okay. All right. Jeez, you're here not following the rules here. Is that surprising? No. Okay. I, I thought you're a team player. Yeah, it is what kind surprising. Of, what, kind of job, what kind of job did he do, Paige? He did an outstanding job in this role. I feel like he really um, embodied Ken. He mm. gave Ken to yeah, his full stability in his uh, campaigning for the movie, his marketing for the movie. He let Barbie shine in the most beautiful way. And I think that, I feel like, is the most perfect touch of his role as Ken is that he didn't overpower the movie. Yes, he had like this villain moment, I would say, in the movie. And he played mm -hmm. that character development really, really well um, from being like this submissive Ken to realizing, wait, I have power. And like played that and he was really, he was pretty funny. Um, he His joke delivery, I will say Ryan Gosling in a comedy is outstanding. Um, he gave, um, good musical performances they were entertaining and he danced his little heart out and he sure he, did he she's barbie and he's just ken but also kind of cool so mm. his job is beach great job Paige. <laughs> thank you great his, work his delivery of the word sublime in that movie is one of my favorite moments sublime, sublime. <laughs> <laughs> loved it um well, for me, um, and my personal thoughts on Best Supporting Actor, um, is uh, this man uh, didn't know he had it in him. Only only saw him as, as Iron Man, but he's so much more than Iron Man. Mm -hmm. um, he gave us an excellent performance in the movie Oppenheimer, uh, and it's old Robert Downey Jr. Um, for a movie that um, I had a hard time keeping up with personally, um, RDJ really held the screen. Um, didn't genuinely didn't know he had it in him. Um, he did a really great job, very commanding with his time on screen. Um, made it a very memorable performance. So he did a great job. Um, he, go ahead. He's sorry. No, I I, I was going to change the subject. So you go ahead. Well, now can I comment on what you guys said? Well, I was going to say we should say what our actual thoughts are. <laughs> oh, well, I wonder what mine are. <laughs> um, 
I was just going to say, Jessica, your argument was really sound. Thank you. But you brought up his other roles, and I feel like that's what the Oscars I was shouldn't just, be about. I was I used that just to say he has so much range, and his mm. performance in this movie depicted that range. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That. He's okay. not a man that gets put in a box. You know? That's fair. I will no. accept that. Like, literally, just like this summer, I wanted him to be my grandpa. And then this... <laughs> This fall, I wanted him to um, not go to nice places, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like just Bucky's. to remind us. You should go to Bucky's. Like Bucky's. <laughs> um, what was every, what's everyone's actual personal best supporting actor? Winner? RDJ. Yeah, Robert Downing, for mine's, sure. Mine's Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. That was sick and cruel that you guys made me do that. Um, that was and, really hilarious. Entertaining. <laughs> you were squirming. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> all right next we'll do best supporting actress um Paige sell us on your best supporting actress okay I feel really bad but I don't know how to say her name it's Joy Randolph but I don't know how to say her first name is it Divine I think it's Divine okay Joy Divine uh, no it's Divine Joy oh yeah apologies if I'm saying it wrong to the community I've never heard this name so but we just watched this movie holdovers and i think that has a lot to do with how this podcast was opened and it was in an emotional state and that was all honestly because of miss randolph because Mm -hmm. she though she was a supporting actress she carried that movie so delicately with her demeanor and character and presented emotion in not an obvious manipulating way um i don't want to say too much because i feel like it might spoil some um so you kind of have to trust me a little bit that this role was just pure emotion kindness and a beautiful caring ability but also kind of a badass like Mm -hmm. and to do that without being obnoxious is really difficult and i felt Mm -hmm. like she did very well um, mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to argue this one without spoilers, so I will not. Yeah, we'll do that, that next, was, next that pod. Weird pick for me, sorry. And, and I did That's Google okay. it. It is Divine. Okay. Beautiful name. Um, Jess? Um, <clears throat> I think Emily Blunt is going to win. And I think one of the reasons being not only was she in one of the biggest hits of the summer, we brought movies back, and she was... Uh, our leading lady in that and leading is you know uh, a little bit um, using that a little bit loosely <laughs> but she made the moments uh, that she was in very powerful and I thought one thing that was really awesome about her role is like the first bit of this movie you see her in she's in the background um, but she's still Emily Blunt and she's still like like very present and I think what she does with her facial expressions and her the way she delivered her lines were both very cutting, um, but felt very authentic to her as a character. And I thought that she balanced out Killing Murphy very well um, mm. and portraying uh, Kitty Oppenheimer. So I, th- I thought she did a lot with a little, um, to say the least. And um, I think I think she has a very good chance of winning this Oscar this season. Mm-hmm. And her yeah. accent, I thought was like at first, I thought it was pretty good, you know? British lady playing. I don't even know what kind of accent she's supposed to have. Is it Emily Blunt's British? Oh, yes. Yes. Extremely. 
See, she's such a good actress. This is wow. why she should win. Does she ever play a character in which she just uses her accent? Yeah, um, Devil Wears Prada. Oh yeah. yes, I always forget that that's her. And that's my little. That's my favorite Emily Blunt. Yeah, that's the fair. best. I don't know. Quiet um, place kind of goes hard. Sarah, yeah, who do you got winning? Right. Um, I've got. I'm happy about this one. I've got the fantastic America Ferreira as winning Best Supporting Actress um, in her role in Barbie, in the hit flick of the summer, Barbie. Um, <laughs> she is, while um, Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling are the very splashy parts of this movie, she is um, a lot of the heart of the movie. Um, she um, portrays what being a woman is like in such like a very heartfelt and genuine way um and her obviously the scene that she her little speech scene stole the movie and is why i think she will be at least nominated for this role so hoping she wins it she did a fantastic job um with what she had and she's just um a very likable likable character um in that movie yeah. so i really enjoyed her performance did you I will say that, that Go ahead. Sorry. I, this was a, this probably wasn't a productive comment, but I'm going to say it. Did you guys all watch that Disney Channel movie about the cheerleaders? Si se puede? Si yes, se puede, yes, I can. Yeah. <laughs> What's it called? I get, have no idea. Uh, get something. Just dance. No. Cheerleaders no, who dance. Not just dance. Cheer. Hold on. I will find it. Cheer I will on. find it. Get on. Get it Let's on. Let's go. A, isn't that a get it on? Is it get it on? Got to kick it up. Gotta kick it up. I knew it had that. Yeah. Kind you of. Gotta do you know, it. Gotta was, do it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> I will say her speech was very Oscar and it was really, really good. So I will say mm. that that was moving for any woman, obviously, but I feel like it's mm -hmm. also, I mean, a good, like, for any audience to hear it. <clears throat> So I think that that has a, a good place to be a contender. I do think that after seeing the holdovers, that Divine Joy will win. She's mm. my vote. She's like, yeah. after watching that, I had a feeling she was going to become it. And yeah. And I do think all the like the polls or whatever are saying she's going to win. Oh, really? Oh, good. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I was afraid um, that she was all the good parts of her um, character was in the trailers. And I was happy to see that was not the case. Yeah, because Agreed. that spoiler part was not in the trailer that I keep talking about. I don't even know if you guys know what I'm talking about. I think you do. I actually have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, good. It's even a spoiler to you guys. <laughs> yeah, can't wait to hear about it. Um, what's everyone's <laughs> personal um, vote for um, Best Supporting Actress? Divine Joy. Divine. Oh, okay, it's changed. Mm -hmm. Mine has not changed. Um, mine is still Rachel McAdams from um, Are You There, God is Who, Margaret. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad about that either. She's so cute. I just need more yeah. people to start talking about this movie, you guys. I need yeah, more well, people to continue. Honestly, guys, about we should. It. I think we should rewatch and do a whole podcast on it. Um. I yeah. I I genuinely would. Agree. I could talk for a whole hour about yeah. that movie and how important it is to me personally. So. Yeah, I, I feel like we never got to talk about it with you because you like immediately ran away from the theater. You literally <laughs> fled really the scene <laughs> because I was having. Um, just a mental not breakdown because it was a build-up mental build-up but it was a little very bit emotional. of an existential crisis just a, a little flood of emotions. existential crisis yes um 
but that was my vote. Great job, guys. Thank you. Um, let's do best actor next. Um, and I, I, I'll go first because you guys are going to be mad about who I got. No. (laughs) And I'm very excited to see who you guys got. (laughs) I'm jealous um, already. My, my best actor pick, um, is a man who, um, I do actually, (laughs) I do actually believe this. I think he was, this role was made for him. Mm -hmm. Um, he did a, fan freaking tastic job this is killian murphy as um oh. old oppie in the in the film oppenheimer the way that man can stare stare whoa period <laughs> Just, eyeballs the eyeballs be working and yeah. uh he doesn't he be balling right? <laughs> 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 um that i mean truly i can't even imagine, even like trying to picture anybody else playing a role like that, I you, you just I just can't. He just does it so, so incredibly well, and it's a very quiet performance, um, but very powerful performance. And so, it, I I genuinely do think that he's getting the Oscar. Mm-hmm. He stre- his performance was really good at evoking stress. Like that mm, man, yeah, made me stress out. Yeah, totally. I'll save my notes on him till after I argue my, because mine's gonna win. Mm, uh, tell us he was the best this year hands down is leonardo dicaprio oh boy mm. <laughs> sell it i <laughs> so this movie was while it was not a different role for us to see leo in like he does play the very dumbed down man in power i would i guess um quite often but i do think that this was his best at doing that um he was had a grumpy cat face for over half the movie. <laughs> that's a very good that's way to explain actually. That. Oh um, my gosh, yes, that's that it. So accurate. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that like that takes a lot of that takes a lot of practice. <laughs> <laughs> Those cheek muscles be muscling, and <laughs> so. Look, you're trying and you're not even doing it well. No offense. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm trying to just prove you actually did it really good, but Leo does it better. Um, anyway, he plays um, somebody who's wrestling with wanting to please somebody that he f- loves and trusts, being his uncle, while al- also battling with this protection of his family. And so you can see that struggle happen throughout the 326 minutes of the movie. Um <laughs> and you can see it develop to where he just goes in and he wants to be part of his uncle's essentially empire um and then he falls in love with a girl and that feels so genuine and true and lovely although there's like a twisted nature to it and so he's battling like this twisted nature and this love he has for his family this whole time and like you as the audience member are both like hating and sympathizing with him which i feel like is very um you have to be very tactile, 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 tact, whatever, tactful. Yeah. One of those choices <laughs> in order to portray that well and not cheesy. And I think he did that wonderfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought His he teeth, played a- nasty. Yeah. Mm. I thought, he, yeah, he would look very unattractive and I thought he played a very good dumb man that thought he was smart. Like he was mm. both dumb, but also you can tell that he thought he was smart. Yeah. Agreed. Good job, Paige. Thank you. 
Um, I have a great little wild card for us that, you know, I would love to see his name at the Oscars and that would be Michael Fassbender, which, you know, we, uh, we just talked about this in our last conversation of David Fincher's the killer and Michael Fassbender is that movie. So any movie that has like similar to killing, killing Murphy, but even more so, uh, in the killer, it's all it is, is, is you're following and only in his mind, this whole movie. Um, and also playing a character that doesn't actually have a real name. Uh, so you, he had to convey a personality and, um, you kind of get his, well, you get his moral code because obviously he's saying it all the time, but you also are seeing his conflict both in his actions and also his, um, just, I think his facial expressions and, um, his line delivery, which was, I thought so comedic, mm-hmm. um, and also very intense. Um, and I thought his interactions with all the people he came in with was uh, very, very great. So also he just had a great physical performance too. I think we can't deny that his little run is a star of the show. <laughs> um, so he, he was a lovable assassin, I thought. And I think that is <laughs> oh. Uh, I think that's a feat in of itself. Uh, yeah. So I would love to see his name at the Oscars. Unfortunately, I do not think it's going to be there. But yeah, because um, it's I know I just had to throw in that wild card. I like it. I love it. I like it. I would love to. See. And we're and he's you know talk about range. He's about to be a soccer coach in another movie this year. Uh, Next goal wins. So maybe he'll be mm. nominated for that movie. Who knows? I hope so. <laughs> I'm excited to see the movie. Um, I think it'll be funny. Yeah. I think yeah. that would be cute. Heartwarming. Um, what's everyone's uh, personal uh, Oscar winner? <laughs> Killian Murphy. Yeah. Killian's got this. I mean, he plays this role, like you said, it just, it's made for him. But also, mm-hmm. like, he is so compelling. Like, mm. he is, towards the later half of the film, is wrestling with this, like, what have I done dread. Like, mm-hmm. he at first you're just thinking he's like a scientist and at what point does he step into scientist to being a part of this like changing the world essentially forever and he doesn't know how to step back from that and so he now has this like existential dread and he does it so like it's so heavy Mm -hmm. and you can feel Mm -hmm. that weight when you're watching it and it's like you sympathize with somebody who just wanted to invent and protect but then he realizes the weight of his invention yeah and it um, was tough yeah i i agree i mean i think i think killian's my number one but we just saw the holdovers and i mm-hmm. gotta say paul giamatti is mm-hmm. like up there for i i think killian's still my number one but i gotta say paul giamatti is really up there mm-hmm. i can't wait to talk about it with you guys yeah i would love to see either of their yeah. oscar speeches do you guys remember I, seeing i honestly the, i don't know if it's technically i'll be really sad if killian doesn't win sorry I don't th- I th- I think he will, but I, I, yeah. I just, I would be okay. very interested to see Paul Giamatti. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry to cut you off. Jess. It's Killian oh, no, it's okay. Yeah. Killian. I was just going to add that. Um, you guys know the pictures of like uh, President Obama, like when he took office versus when he left the office, like how much he's oh, aged yeah. how tired yeah. he looks yeah i thought that was that was mm-hmm. before and after the atomic bomb i thought that was very well mm. displayed 
Oh, that opening scene with his curly little hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's so excited. Raise his hand real fast. Me, hand glass. <laughs> Are we going All for the lady? Right, another big ticket item. Best actress. Jess, why don't you go first? I'm who excited about mine. I got Sandra. Oh, Miller. I know who you got. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. Uh, I think Sandra Holler from Anatomy of the Fall, the lead, not only the lead lady, but also the lead. Um, and she did a fabulous job. Um, I've never seen her in anything before. Uh, she does a great job of shrouding the mystery of like, you really don't know where her head's at. And you're throughout the whole movie, you're like, I believe this, I believe that I don't believe her. And you're just constantly seeing things. And the her performance is what is driving that yes, it's also the amazing script um, and directing, but she what is allows it to be um, portrayed. Uh, and again, like it's in multiple languages. And I think her uh, performance of struggling with language and speaking French and German and English was really interesting. I've never seen something like that before in a courtroom drama um, or even a drama maybe. Uh, so I thought she was fabulous and she was that movie and I wanna see more from her. And that's what excites me about the Oscars is being able to see performances mm. like these get acknowledged and hopefully actresses like these get acknowledged so rooting for her and i think she did it fabulous Mm. yeah very i have so much to say about her like i love that role (laughs) i'll be good because you mentioned it jessica there she speaks three languages in the movie but she does also speak those language fluently in real life and so her acting of like Mm -hmm. not being able to speak french is so good because she actually can speak french fluently i was writing an article where she was like actually wanting to speak french the whole movie but the director said no Mm -hmm. i think this struggle puts a lot of tension on this cross culture Mm -hmm. that's plays a huge role in that movie yeah and so Mm -hmm. she does that really well which we'll talk so much more about this next week because i have a lot to say about this movie and i'm excited to say yeah it. <laughs> i'm so excited for our- yeah. yeah our holdovers and that yeah. all combo is gonna be fire well mm-hmm. although sandra did a wonderful job i do think my actress is getting this oscar um and that's lily gladstone she plays um i can't think of her name now what's her name she plays the character in killers of the flower moon <laughs> Oh my god, we're all so tired. We can't remember anything. It's fine. Well, that move- this is- what is her name? They're all Googling. Okay, while keep they're going, Googling. Keep going. <laughs> um, I do think that though uh, Leo and Robert De Niro are really strong leads in this movie, um, I think Lily Gladstone is what makes this movie really, really good or really great to some people. And I think that, that her quiet performance and ability to portray a woman who is oppressed but still has the power to to Mm -hmm. control her like being power of her family Mm. uh, in a certain extent um is really well but particularly the way she portrays grief was really Mm -hmm. really really good um Mm. because there's some times where it's like a really loud um you know screaming crying but most of the times it's really somber and Mm -hmm. it's um 
not almost believing what's happening to her i feel like because she's like is again there's like this love element and she's like in love and i think she's like denying the circumstances around her as being real to an extent mm-hmm. and i feel like you kind of have to do that when you're grieving so intently um and she does that just beautifully and she's just kind of like the one scene and I think we mentioned this in our deep dive of the episode with the storm when she just tells Leo mm-hmm. to sit and listen to the mm-hmm. storm is like lives in my mind. Like I love mm-hmm. that scene yeah. so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do think that she's she's got it in the bag. Mm-hmm. It's Molly Burkhart, by the way. Molly. 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 Yeah, I totally agree with that. Man, she's a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. Um, well, I got Barbie. <laughs> okay, Barbie. Margot Robbie. <laughs> Margot Robbie, best actress. <laughs> um, man, um, when I think of degree of difficulty and um, having the monumental task of playing such an iconic character, um, Margot, uh, g- genuinely, nobody else could be Barbie. It's so funny how, like, we have these two iconic I, well, I I don't know how iconic Oppenheimer is in history, probably in history, yes, but like in the general cultural conversation. But it's so funny how they both played like these really interesting characters in the same weekend. Anyway, um, yeah, Margot, fantastic performance, um, and to think of like how much work she put in herself to like mm-hmm. make sure this movie got made. Um, she, I I mean I hope she's awarded with a nomination at least because I can only imagine how difficult that whole process was. Um, and she just played such an iconic character so beautifully and added so many like layers of nuance to it all the way through her performance that I, um, that was really impressive. So Margot Robbie for a win. I do think she did an incredible job in her role because she is Barbie Mm-hmm. like in real life um so it wasn't too hard of a transition to look like barbie i feel like but totally. um she's bring a lot of depth in her character and i was just googling because i could not remember if margot robbie has won an oscar yet i just in- was doing the same thing has she oh my gosh. no nominated no, she's twice. been nominated oh best um, supporting actress in 2020 for um babylon no 2020 I know. I Wolf don't know of Wall Street? Um, it's not. I wish Google was a little bit better at this, but it's it was not. A, it says 2020 Bombshell. What was that? Oh, Bombshell was that movie about the Fox News stuff all like oh. blowing up. Mm-hmm. She played. She didn't play Megyn Kelly. She played. Um, I don't remember. One of the and interns then, or something. And she was nominated in 2018 for I, Tanya. Oh my gosh, she should have won for Itania. Who won? Who won? I know 2018. I think every time we talk about Oscars 2018, we're like, oh, that was stacked. Um, but I tell you what, I I agree with you, Paige. I'm not sure how much of a leap it was for her to play a character like that, just with her personality and things I've seen with her online. But I I do think the degree of difficulty comes in the fact of like her production company is the one that made the Mm -hmm. movie, and like she she was with that that idea from the beginning um yeah which i think is really impressive francis yeah. mcdormand beater for three billboards Ugh. okay well that movie was kind of i like 
liked that movie. I did. I hated that movie so much. I think I walked out of that movie, actually. I think mm-hmm. that's a movie I genuinely walked out of the theater. I couldn't watch yeah, it. Yeah, a lot of people do not like that movie. Um, what's everyone's personal best actress winner? Honestly, Sandra Holler. Mm. I think so, too, but um, I do think Emma will steal my heart and soul uh, when we go see Poor Things. So The constant Poor Things asterisk. Mm. Yep. I'm like, until I see Poor Things, this is what I want to win. I know. We've got so long to wait for it, too, I feel. It feels like far Just away. a few weeks. Um, mine is Lily Gladstone. I, I want Lily to win so badly. She lit up the screen. Loved her. Tough competition. Loved her tough competition. All three of those. Sure is. Um, Speaking of some tough competition, we're going to best director, friends. Um, And I'd love to go first with my Mm -hmm. argument because I'm so happy I got this director. This is my favorite director ever at the moment. Um, I got the fabulous Greta Gerwig. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, What a stretch for you to argue. I love... I know, right? Where do I even begin? Mm-hmm. Greta Gerwig I'm is to feel like this is rigged. Uh, I, I genuinely mm-hmm. didn't, but you guys will laugh at what my favorite or what my uh, my movie is going to be that I have to argue. But um, Greta Gerwig is my favorite director um, filmmaker. She um, and I, I think I, I obviously have talked about this before, like even talking with you guys about this. She she just brings such like a genuineness and earnestness to like all of her characters and all of her movies that um is something like i just so appreciate she doesn't and it's not it's not in a sense that shies away from from things that are are not as fun to talk about and and but it's just it's just a genuineness and an earnestness that she brings to her movies that i i love so much she's Mm -hmm. i will watch anything she makes and ride hard for it every single day yeah. Um, and I think she was robbed in 2019 with uh, Little Women with her with her Oscar nom. She she was nominated for Lady Bird and um, Little Women and lost both years. I think we we looked this up before and there were some pretty. It was also some tough competition then. But I hope she's nommed. I don't think she'll win. Unfortunately, I don't think this is her year. But man, I can't wait till she wins her Oscar. Mm-hmm. So I think she'll she'll definitely get one. I think Barbie was yeah. a, a feat, but I don't know if it's gonna be the mm-hmm. the ticket for her. Well, who beat out her was Bong Joon Ho. Am I saying mm-hmm. that right? Yeah, her parasite. Yeah. So I'm sorry, he deserved that. <laughs> Over was that nine twenty? Was that twenty nineteen for Little Women? Yeah, well, it was twenty eighteen for Lady Bird. That was so that was the twenty twenties Oscars for twenty nineteen. Yeah, for oh, I don't know, Little Women. Oh yeah, you're um, right. Yeah. I mean, Little Women's well. my favorite movie. I, I, the- I have no no sense of being uh, yeah. objective about that, but I think she was robbed. That's fair. At least you're honest. Paige, who you got winning? Oh, I have the one, the only, the legend, the myth, the man. That's the right <laughs> order. <laughs> um, the man, the Mark myth, the legend. <laughs> No. <laughs> oh no. My order is correct. Um I will say this director is probably the most um I don't even know what the proper adjective would be for him. Iconic acclaimed acclaimed genius um, master foundational like mm-hmm. he's created a lot of what we watch mm-hmm. in movies now 
And so he mm-hmm. does something new on that screen almost every time you put on one of his movies. Um, he portrays characters in such a careful, deliberate now I'm just defining what first degree murder is. Um, <laughs> that's where my brain works now. Anyway, um, in a careful, methodical way, his characters have so much depth and um, development, and it's not just linear development. You can see that they are kind of acting like real humans on a screen, and I do think that's a lot um, to martin scorsese's directing um he doesn't make his characters go from bad to good it's bad good bad good bad Mm. good do we hate them do we love them and um that is yeah that is something i really think that martin uh marty does very well and his movie killers of the flower moon this year did that and he his also like i mean his actual shots in the movie are beautiful like gorgeous like eye candy um and so not only are you watching beautiful character development and plot but you're also getting to see it beautifully done um huge scale he loves to make a a big 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 movie um and he did that here and so he should get the oscar Mm -hmm. cinema baby i'm sealed delivered Mm -hmm. jess well, I have the winner here in my hand, and that is Christopher sure <laughs> Nolan. Or as I love, I love on this ticket it says Chris Nolan, and forever he will be known as Chris. Um, he is Chris. <laughs> my close um, personal friend, Chris Nolan. Chris, no. Um, we got Marty. He, we got Chris. Uh, <laughs> Marty and Chris. Um, yeah, I think Oppenheimer is a gorgeous masterpiece. Um, the structure of the film is absolutely fabulous. I have not read the book American Prometheus, so I don't know how much that is on the screenplay versus um, Chris's pretty, direction. I'm but pretty sure he changed that book. That yeah, because his his device of time in all of his films is. Uh, really what makes it so intriguing and what makes it a Christopher Nolan movie. So I thought that creation of the two timelines and when they merge is like really cool and um, confusing. It makes your brain work really hard, but it's what keeps you engaged in what could be a very dull movie about science and science people. You know, engineers be kind of dull sometimes. (laughs) Science people. (laughs) <laughs> sorry um, a lot of my friends are engineers so I, I take offense to that I know I yeah, you take offense but you're not an okay I, I you're an empath I get I'm it. standing anyway uh, <laughs> what were you about to say you stand with the engineers um sure Okay. We'll go with that. <laughs> anyway, I okay. think the, the pure, yeah, we're on a tangent. Pure technical feat, Christopher Nolan's winning, and I, my, I rest my case. Who's Your everyone's case is rested, and I pick it up tonight. Ah, I'm in between. I'm yeah, I'm in between Chris and um. Now I can't think of her name. Justine Truitt. Truitt. Mm. Justine Truitt. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For anatomy of a fall. For mm-hmm. anatomy of the fall. Yeah. I'm solid on the Chris, Chris train all the way. 
Christopher Nolan train. Mm-hmm. I'm on the Greta train. Mm-hmm. We shall see. Solidarity yeah, sister. I'm really excited to see how that one plays out. <laughs> All right, hard. All right, the big one. Big boy. Big picture. Best picture. This is like my hardest one to argue. Um, There's only one I really want to win. <laughs> Same, and um, I'm guessing is, Sarah has it. <laughs> yeah, this is my hardest to argue, so I'll go ahead and get it over with if that's okay with everybody else. Um, <laughs> I think Oppenheimer should win best picture. Come on, convince that. Um, it Come was. On, it was a film it was a cinematic film i'm trying i'm trying i'm trying um i did wrestling i did killian so well i i had to ride hard for a lot of oppenheimer tonight i did i liked that was the only part of the movie that i liked i had to ride hard for a lot of oppenheimer already um what a um, feat for to accomplish uh was a movie about person oppenheimer who created the atomic bomb and we know what the movie's about it's in the title you sound like a person trying to meet their word count when you didn't read the book You're like, I gotta get to that word um, count. Well, I didn't read this the book about Oppenheimer. And... Called Oppenheimer. That's okay. We won't torture you anymore. <sighs> you can you, you can you can stop. Yeah, it, you don't it, even need I to mean, defend I, the movie because the movie's I gonna rode, win. I rode hard for Killian Murphy, and I think that's Killian Murphy and Christopher Nolan. If this movie gets an Oscar, are what's earned its Best Picture Oscar. Um, and I rode hard for Killian. Um, he had an amazing performance with a role that was made for him and he was the whole movie and if this movie gets best picture that'll be why and but he, I already spoke to Kim. he wasn't the whole movie he oh, was like Sarah. a big part of the okay. movie I'm stepping in as an advocate okay, this for this movie this movie was not only um, a wonderful screenplay and beautiful directing and incredible acting but it was so gripping um there's like essentially three acts and each act in itself i feel like can stand alone but the way nolan uh weaves them together is just beautiful when the timelines come together you're like what why how and you're learning and you're um absorbing and you're engaged but it's it's three hours and you're not bored one second of the time i saw it twice it was Wait, wonderful. Sarah, I have a question. I have a question, Sarah. Have you watched it since the espresso martini watching? Nope. Okay. I haven't. I rest my case. Um, because it's not on streaming anywhere. <laughs> I uh, I did drink two. I drank two espresso martinis and uh, I did I'm imbibe sure some wine. red wine while I was at the theater. And I think um this this definitely uh made my opinion you're rowdy i had to shush you guys i didn't understand i didn't know who was who that's the thing is like i didn't i I didn't know who anybody was and i I was just frustrating i I want to know what i'm like who i'm i don't i don't know who robert downey jr played i have no idea he did a good job but i don't know who he played sarah that's a bad argument okay wait 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 you sat and 
you watched Killers of the Flower Moon and you left that and be like, I don't know who anybody was. And then you give it four stars. Yeah. I stand so, by that. What that because I didn't have two espresso martinis and two glasses of wine while watching so it. You can't tipsy Sarah can't be I mean, it now is sober and hating on Oppenheimer. Well, I don't I'm not hating on Oppenheimer. I just have nothing to say because I haven't seen it again. I will watch it again. I just have no like I have no okay. way to watch it again. Well, anyway, we need to say, okay, we're totally done with Oppenheimer. How, okay, Jessica, what's your best picture? If that's how Sarah gets to <laughs> She's not even what? ready to argue. <laughs> What's your best picture, Jess? Oh, me? No, I'm a Barbie girl living in a Barbie world. Life in plastic. It's fantastic. Yes, yeah, she is. Let's go Barbie. Um, Barbie, a woman-made movie for women by women. And I can't say how exciting that is to have that in um, the uh, talks for Oscars. Um, I'm getting a lot of looks from Paige. We have very different views on how it is good for women, but we will not get into that. But I think it was, it added some comic relief to actual plights of women. And I think it was a very bonding experience. Um, like it was really fun movie experience of hearing people clap and cry and snap their fingers and like say, hell yeah. And it was just like a very fun movie and I was never bored. There's one plot line I think should go away. But other than that, it was, I thought visually stunning, creative, um, and I think just all around a good time. And I think um, you can't really argue against that for being a good movie and getting people in the theater. So I had a very fun time. And also the music was fabulous in that movie. <laughs> it's pink. And the costuming was also amazing. Production design, amazing. So, like, all the below the line categories, they like five stars. And um, also the performances, five stars. So, most of them. So, yeah. Barbie, best picture. Paige. Well, I mean, it's Paige has to go hard for. <laughs> Who's winning? Okay. I actually no. don't, Sarah, don't know who. If Sarah's if argument. Left for Oppenheimer we accepted then I'm not arguing Killers of the Flower Moon I'm sorry that's okay well, we I just said you, we, just, we just said she lost you're not gonna try okay this movie try? was three hours and 26 minutes long and um a lot of stuff happened in it that was engaging um and compelling and Come a on, good guys. story to be on the screen however I did not like it <laughs> Yeah, we already had okay. a whole episode about Killers that's... of Flower Man, so we've already said. Okay. Oh, I, well, let me get, like, thir- give me 30 seconds. But your whole Killers argument of the is an But this is the game, and no one's doing the game. You just went on, a, like, a four-minute rant on Oppenheimer. But we haven't done a podcast on Oppenheimer. Mm. But that, that's exactly. not the point. Wait, these are, <laughs> are in-the-moment situations. We're not like in this weird universe of podcasts. Like we this are. This it's got to be canon. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> not the Killers, tell me. Madness. I just think it's, it's, it's a gorgeous movie, like Paige said before, arguing for Scorsese for the win. I agree with her argument. And I think My that the story is your argument was true and real and the story is Mm -hmm. super super important which i think was denoted enough of how important Mm. this tragic story 
of American history is to be told. And it being in the hands of Martin Scorsese, I think did it do justice. And also the music and sound, cinematography, performances, like stellar cast, there's not like a miss. And so therefore it's a best picture. Mm. Okay, that's mm-hmm. it. Thank we you, Jess. Sorry, I just- Way to step like, up. I think that was- Oh, what's everyone's, what's everyone's personal best- What's everyone's personal best picture? Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Um, mine is, are you there, Goddess Sweet Margaret? Oh, not Barbie? Oh, yeah, I forgot you said that before. <laughs> yeah. In our previous episode, yeah. they were surprised that I was Barbie wasn't my best picture um, pick, and I had to say that I've only rated two movies five stars on Letterboxd this past year. One was Are You There, Goddess Me, Margaret, and one was Taylor Swift, The Era Store. <laughs> so it's going to be Are You There, Goddess Me, Margaret. An exceptional film. All great movies, guys. Really? Well, that was, a, that was a fun game. A little contentious. Yeah, I, d- I, but I felt a fun way to talk about all of this. Yeah. Well, I think part of the problem is a lot of them are similar. Like a lot of them come from the same movie. So by the end, we've already talked about those movies. And yeah, um, and but that just means there's plenty of movies to come for us to chat about and to change our minds. Like poor mm-hmm. things. And yeah. I like not me not being in the industry of like saying, yeah, that was a great performance. They did a really good job. That's my, that's usually my like thesis. Wow. They did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. That was compelling. Why? Cause you know, they just cause I job. liked it. I was entertained. Cause I liked it. Yeah. You know what else I liked guys? Marvels. What'd you like? The Marvels. What? Did you? Marvels. Are we going to do a little, a I little really riff did. on Marvels? I think we could just say that you should go see this movie. It is a hundred and what is it? Like not even, it's like a hundred minutes. It's fun. less than two hours Giggles. and it is fun. It's a fun time. Yeah. Give us a, like the, a, sh- a short synopsis or a plot line of like what the movie is. So Miss Marvel. Line. Don't give it away, but like. Miss Marvel. Okay. The girls Kamala are con. Real gang. Um, Captain gang. Marvel. Aka Carol. And the other. Oh, this is bad. I don't know the other girl's name. Monica Rambeau. Monica Rambeau, this is why we have three heads, not one, um, all have these like light powers and something happens in the something universe and now their powers are connected. So every time they use their powers together, they're teleporting to that destination. And I'll say that was a really good idea. And I think it played really well in the fight scenes. Those were really cool. Um, So now they have to go on this endeavor to like stop that and stop the bad person. But it's also some healing is happening, some girl bonding. And I felt like it was just really fun and heartwarming. Kamala Khan deserves to be in every Marvel movie known to man. She's adorable. Her family is so fun to watch. Um, And it was just really, really like funny. Like there was things that we watched that was just pure um, insanity, but it worked so well. Like I was laughing. Yeah. My little booty off. My um my review of this movie was um the Marvel Universe meets SNL skits. Like it was so funny. Um mm. there was like it was very like skit comedy like. Yeah. Um I was just reading one yeah. of the reviews on Letterbox 
and it says marvel made a good girl sleepover movie and you twitter incels are invited <laughs> yep mm, amen the boys be not um, liking this movie just- Jess uh, tried to get out of this movie several times. I did. Um, so did you? Ha- so you had a good time? Yeah, I know. I constantly tried to dodge this movie because I thought it was going to be Marvel trash. Um, but but I, you enjoyed it. Yeah, I had a fantastic time because you bought into the internet narrative. No, well, I was yeah, just, I, was, I don't I, think I was Marvel fatigued. To be honest, I, I'm I'm not. I'm on- so Marvel fatigued as well. I yeah. gotta say, when the first scene came up know. and it was in space, I was like, I, I'm tired of space. <laughs> but, I mean, and like, l- let's not like, like, pages. We, the plot, Amen. Lo- a lot of holes, the CGI, really bad. There's this whole scene in a wheat field that you can tell was done post because they said, wait, we gotta oh, have an emotional was, connecting that moment. That was a bad scene. Yeah. It was so, like, no one's, all you saw was their faces and it was the, bizarre but it was a good hang, you know? Yeah, I so wouldn't say it was it's cinema. What'd you say? Sorry. I was just about to say it's not cinema, baby. It's not. I was about to say that. But it's but fun. It's not, it's not cinema either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You should see it. It's just a fun time. Yeah, the story definitely <laughs> left a lot to be desired. Um, but the parts that worked were the three leads like the three ladies and see, um, and yeah like the Jackson. whole and yeah he he added a lot of comedic relief that really worked as well um the whole entanglement of their um special abilities was was really intriguing um like the little jump rope scene where they're like trying to figure it out so freaking cute loved every minute of that mm-hmm. um but yeah this the story definitely left a lot to be desired yeah, have you guys? And done you know Dutch- what? I I'm okay with that. Have you guys ever? Have you guys? When was like, the last time you guys done Dutch uh, jump roping? I want to try that again. When I was in high school, are you guys down? Probably I think it was elementary yeah. school for me. I feel like sure. I feel like we should give it a try. Probably be really bad. I feel like we can figure it out. Um, maybe. <laughs> should we? What's, should what's we, everyone's level we- of Marvel fatigue? I love it. Mm. so i'm not watching the disney fun. shows right now are you guys watching the disney shows still yeah i started loki no did you watch the secret invasion no i heard that was really bad i started watching secret invasion and it was bad okay so i need, I need people I to do the homework for me like i just need me i had Paige had to watch all of miss marvel for me and she's like you should watch this and then i watched it and then she watched all of hulk for me and she was like eh. and then i thought it was was funny "Eh." (laughs) but you said i didn't have to watch it but then i watched i loved moonlight so you know um there's some moon night i think you mean do you mean moon night yes yes she does okay (laughs) Not, yeah. not the not film, Moonlight. not the 2019 film Moonlight or 2018 or whatever a- it is. Not the beautiful A24 Oscar winner. Guys, I think we should wrap up with some favorites. I think so some too. Things. What do nice. you guys think? I'm in. Um, Sarah, Sarah, what's a what's a favorite thing you got to recommend for us? 
Um, a favorite thing. So, uh, I'm going to change my favorite since we didn't have time to talk about it. Um, well, my previous favorite was for everyone to go touch some grass because, um, Mm -hmm. I I was able to go to a national park in Maine, Acadia. It was beautiful Mm -hmm. and it was very refreshing. So everyone should go touch grass. But my, uh, my new favorite is the movie Priscilla, uh, by the great Sofia Coppola. Um, great film. Really loved it nice quiet performance by an amazing Kaylee Spaney I hope to see her a lot more in the future um Jacob Elordi plays a fantastic Elvis my favorite of the Elvises that we have seen in recent years so sorry to say um but really really fantastic really really great film I think everyone should go see it um great great work I was told not to see it so you were not not by me not by me I just said you didn't like we have so many movies to watch right now. I said you don't have to see it right now. Like that's not like a have to watch. I think theater. everyone should. It's a, a little bit of a like I don't know if it's great to go if you're like emotionally like vulnerable. <laughs> um she gets I'm sorry out there. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. I loved it and I think everyone should go see it. It's my favorite of the week. It's a little a little yes, your favorite. Yes, and we will have to talk about Priscilla again sometime. I know we meant to talk about that tonight, but then we got on our Oscar arguments too much. Um, Paige, favorite? Guys, Mine is, um, yeah, I do. It's really boring and it's not applicable to anybody, but it is my favorite right now. Um, and that is this mm-hmm. book called Acing Contracts. It has been a godsend. <laughs> um, so... I wow. am taking contract. Are you acing right it? We'll find out. We will um, soon. But Is it contract like contracts ball? for dummy or something? No, I wish. <laughs> no, it's basically like the only grade I'm getting in this class is this final, and therefore I I'm trying to remember things I learned four months ago. Um, and so it's a good refresher and it's really helping me outline the class and I'm hoping it will make me ace contracts. Totally recommend Amazon Prime. Shout out. Love it. Shout out. Ace ace contracts. Um, my favorite thing is shout it out. (laughs) My favorite thing this week is, uh, the network television show Shark Tank. Tim and I recently have had some couch time watching it that's a little bit of a binge we took a break from usually we do jeopardy but my brain was hurting the other day so i said let's i don't want to quiz myself right now um and so we watched like a, like three episodes of shark tank and gosh i love that show i love watching both people get eaten in the shark tank but then i also love when there's like a cute little kid wanting to sell something and they all give him money and it's so cute and it's heartwarming i cry almost every other episode um, cause I love seeing people like follow their dreams and actually get to achieve them and, you know, entrepreneurial mm. spirit. I don't have it, but I like seeing other people pursue it. Um, so I love Shark Tank. It's a good hang. Season, season 15 I've, is out on Hulu now. I've never seen an episode. <gasps> Hulu binge. It's so fun. There's like 15 seasons on Hulu. Recommend. Oh, wow. It's very overwhelming. Well, I mean, they're 30 minutes too, which is nice. They're short yeah. and sweet. Yeah. And it's not like they're like one episode leads to the next. Yeah. They're pretty standalone. Yeah, I can pop in, pop out. 
Yeah. You can yeah. stop even like midway through like, okay, I saw that pitch. Bye. Gotta it, go bed. Yeah. It's not like how when I started the summer, I turned pretty and then watched three seasons. So. <laughs> in in a weekend. I think two. Okay. Well, somehow two. I watched three. Guys. So. <laughs> guys, let's, let's not forget the, uh, the, the hood of the car. I will never. And what that was, was witness free in my oh, mind. Frick. Okay. Anyway um so many movies coming up guys i think next we're going to be talking about um anatomy of a fall and um the holdovers which we oh, yeah we are got out of a couple hours ago so really excited to talk about it yeah, and can't wait to y'all's thoughts so yeah until then coming next adios bye guys au revoir